We have so much to talk about. We have so much to laugh about. All here on Pinkly. What's up, everybody? This is actor Darren DeWitt Henson, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show. Stay tuned, because there's a whole lot more. On the next Michael Finkley. Marty A. Johnson is here as he talks with us about his brand new season of his show, his fantastic team, and future plans. Next Finkley. Coming up next. Thanks for joining us today. Now, I told you a while ago that I love to connect with individuals who do the same thing as I do. I feel that there is no competition, right? Because each of us bring our own unique style when it comes to this type of industry and giving you information in different ways. And so the only person I'm in competition with is myself. So I love to um, network and collaborate with other influencers out there as well. And so when I first started my platform, this particular individual was one of the first shows that came across my feed um, when I was you know, just getting started. And I love what he does, still does, when it comes from a musical aspect and interviewing some of your favorite musical artists. He is none other than Marty A. Johnson. I get to chat with him and he just tells us how he got started and his future plans for his show. So y'all don't you go away. Back in a moment. Coming up, we have Marty A. Johnson. Don't you go away. Back in a moment. What's the 411? It's your boy Famous. And I'm known for singing Tony Buxton. And you're watching the Michael Fenton Show. Baby! <laughs> On the next Michael Finkley. King J the Blunt Man is here as he talks about his love for music and his single COVID. Next Finkley. Wednesday. Hello everybody, it's Finkley from the Finkley Experience. We're an educational consulting fund that specializes in first generation education. So we assist students with their college and career endeavors. We train school administrators on the state of first generation students. And also we partner with colleges and universities to assist their first generation population for easy transition from high school to college. So if you're looking for a presenter or speaker that presents on these topics and so much more, visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com and learn about all that we do. We're looking forward to working with you. Entertainment. Was this always something you wanted to pursue? Absolutely. 
Really? Absolutely. I, I knew ever since I can recall just being in kindergarten. I'm actually originally from New London, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, um, from New London, Connecticut. It's about two hours away from New York and an hour away from Hartford, which is the capital of Connecticut. So it's, I live from New London, Connecticut. It's a small town where everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm just from a, a big family where everyone knew my last name. Everyone pretty much connected. But to answer your question, we always, I always wanted to get an entertainment from talking to people, interviewing people. I always wanted to know the latest trends, that what's top of the charts, uh, music reviews, celebrity news. I'm like, heck, I can do this. And I'm, I'm, I'm not good at sports. I, I did track and, I did track and field. Um, I did cross country. I wasn't the all American. I, I didn't do basketball, baseball, et cetera, et cetera, but I had a good talk game. So I was the one, I was a good announcer and commentator. So I'll go out, go to the games and talk to people. Hey, how was the game and all that? I, w- I would do that. So I was like, I think I got something here. And then from there growing up, from there growing up, when I left Connecticut, I moved to North Carolina. And I went to HBCU, Shaw University. Okay, sure. And I'm, mm-hmm, I'm an alumni Shaw. I'm a Shaw Bear. Okay. I majored in mass comm. Mm-hmm. It was a little culture shock for me because I'm from a small town. Everyone knew me, know of me. Now I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know, literally nobody. So I had to find my way. I was really loud growing up. But here I was, I was more of a sponge absorbing it all in. Trying to see. Anyhow, I, while I was in college, I did intern, kind of like work, work study, right. work study where you don't have no money to pay for your tuition, so you got to work at the college, stuff like that. So oh, I, I did, I did work study, and I worked at the station WSHA eighty eight point nine, where I was the production assistant. I was the gopher, making coffee, copies, sending faxes. Um, running around getting donuts. I was pretty much that go-to person mm-hmm. for everything. I was I was the help. And there was a pop there was a couple popular college show at the time. And I would just sit in cleaning up, cleaning out the trash. And this, I'm I'm gonna be honest. And the host did not show up. Mm-hmm. And they really didn't have no one there. I said, oh, I can do it. I can do it. I was really reserved. And you do you know how to do this? I'm like, of course I'm not do this. It's when I came on, I lit up and it was like, oh, you know what you're doing. <laughs> and they asked me, they asked me at the time, oh, oh, we don't want you to be a production assistant. Do you want to join, be a part of the panel, be part of the cast? I said, no. I want my own show. Mm. I said, I'm on my own show. And it's make a long story short, I'm Prior to the Marty A. Johnson show, I put together another show prior to called The Music Lounge. And the premise of that show was to feature the stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I wouldn't go too far back, like who was popular in the 90s, who was popular in the early 80s, and today's artists. We were pretty much find them, get a little interview. I put a product together, and I was trying to shop my show around. And nobody really didn't want to give me an opportunity no radio personality, no celebrities. I got turned down 73 times. Literally. My big break came from Bad Boy Records. 
Sean Puffy Combs, VP president, his name is Jason Wiley. Mm -hmm. He called me the day before Halloween. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, he said, um, is Marty there? I'm like, who is this? This is Jason Wiley from Bad Boy Records. What's up? <laughs> do you want to do this interview? We was like, yeah, I want to do this interview. And my first, my first interview ever in the entertainment business was with Carl Thomas, you know, the multi-platinum. Wow. That was my first, first celebrity interview. And from there, I built a good relationship with Bad Boy Records. And I, I worked for all Bad Boy artists and pretty much built my resume mm -hmm. as a host, a producer, an entrepreneur, a celebrity entertainment personality. I use that to build my foundation. Mm -hmm. And when I had that, I had a product. Now I had something to go to networks and say, okay, let's talk now. Ooh, how you get all these people? So basically I did the stuff and put them in the can. Now I had a, a product to shop. And with the Music Lounge, um, I had the product to shop and I wanted to shop my show around. And there was, at the time, it was so many other shows mm -hmm. sim similar to mine. And they was popping, very popular. And they was like, he ain't gonna last. I think they just wanted to use me just for the um, contacts to get right. the bad boy records, mm -hmm. just to finagle it. But they just gave me a six week sneak peek and said, here, we're gonna give you this. And I was, I was number 14 of the 15 shows in the rankings. When you rank the shows, I started off as number 15, 14, excuse me. I was number 14, basically I was at the bottom of the list. And I was, I said, I gotta do something really quick. So I went out to all high schools. I, I pretty much hit the circuit. I went to every little open mic. Basically I, got, basically I got my name and face out there. And I went from number 14 to number three, the number three show. And I was like, ooh. And from there, and from there, I got a, I got a select, I got a syndication deal with for select cities. Mm -hmm. It was select cities from, um, from the Carolinas, Georgia, um, Tennessee, Los Angeles, and New York. And I was like, "Ooh, this is nice. This is really nice." And with the show, the the show did very, very, very well. Mm -hmm. The show was phenomenal, but. I'm in the entertainment business. I know the entertainment. I didn't know nothing about the business. Absolutely nothing. Gotcha. When I say entertainment business, entertainment business. Mm -hmm. Here I go, 21 years old, flying, flying to Billboard Awards, on the red carpet at BET Awards. I'm with, I'm with Lil Wayne, I'm with Keisha Cole, I'm with Ray J, I'm with Tyrese. I'm with, I'm with major artists. I'm there. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And when I look around, when it's time to the celebration, I look at the business, I'm like, where is the, the benefit of my business? Yeah, we want some money. Everyone behind the scenes, the, um, the executive producer, the senior producer, the vice president of the network, had these beautiful cars and homes. They was they was funding my show. They was funding the show. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, they was the, my back my back end. I was like, ooh, everyone got these beautiful houses. Everyone got all this nice nice stuff, except for Marty. Except for Marty, I didn't have nothing. 
I was in um I was in a little small apartment, a little studio apartment, flying around, flying around the world. Well, around the country, I flying all around, and I didn't know nothing about the entertainment business. And I was like, "What is going on? I must be. What am I doing? I got a nice show. I got a nice product, and I didn't have I didn't have nothing to show for it, except for you know sitting on the red carpet, taking pictures, videos, talking, hosting. I didn't know." Mm-hmm. And Ray J pulled me to the side, and him and I talked. He told me, um, "You know you can hold out on your deal. You know you can go on strike and hold out for more money." He—that's the recommendation he gave me, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "Wow, I didn't know this." So that's exactly what I did. I—I re- I refused. I refused to produce the product. Mm-hmm. I refused to. I was like, we have to renegotiate my contract. We have to. I don't have nothing to show for it. Exactly. I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. And we we reached we reached an agreement where um, they they gave me they we reached an agreement to get get some money out of my situation. And at the time, I had. I didn't. I did not. I did not have a manager. I had an liaison. The liaison the liaison was pretty much my mouthpiece, mm-hmm. and they were pretty much my advocate. My advocate. And the next level. At the, I even tell you, at the time, um, about to get some exclusive. I was auditioning to try to be one of the hosts for 106 in Park at the time. Remember, when they was going through all the 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 moving and shaking, and all that. I'm. I was one of the audition. I was one of the auditions. In, in in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was auditioning. I was I was auditioning. Terrence, Terrence J was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. Who was popular in the market? He was there. I was there. We met. We dapped each other up. We talked. He, um, he went to North Carolina AT. Him and him and him and I talked. And he 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 ended up he ended up getting it and they went. They went to another after about five years. I was still I was still doing the music lounge for eight seasons. Mm-hmm. In the midst of the eight seasons, I had a team working with me. A team was working with me to help get my my brand to the next level. Because I'm in select markets, I want to be national. Right. I want to be all across. I want to be next level. I felt like I was on the verge, and we try to help your own peoples. We try to take everyone with you. Oh, oh, Marty, you give me ten thousand dollars if I do two months worth of work. Oh, I'm gonna do it, but how much are you getting? Don't worry about what I'm getting, it's not enough. Can you give me more, Marty? So, at the, at the time, you the goal for me was to fulfill my obligation and go back and renegotiate to get the bigger. Get the seven-figure deal. That was the goal. That's that's for any artist. That's for anyone in the entertainment business. You go in, you fulfill your obligation, you do well, you go back for the big the big check. Mm-hmm. This is just a little something to make your product prettier and take it to the next level. But at the time, um, I had the wrong people, not really rooting for me. Wow. And, and again, it's the entertainment business. At the time, again, I didn't know my business. Right. Right. I didn't know my business. Um, the people behind the scenes messed me up. And long story short, 
um, the network decided they was not gonna renew my contract. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Mark, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna let you go. And we're not gonna pay you because you're not fulfilling your obligations. Oh my gosh. I said, um, we gonna have, I was like, well, I'm gonna see you in court. And any, any, any black person, well me, no black man don't want to sit in no courtroom. I don't. That a lawyer fee is a fee that nobody doesn't want to go through. Mm -hmm. I, I had to fight for two and a half years to get to reach a settlement. Two and a half years? Two and a half years. Wow. It took two and a half years to us to reach an agreement. Two and a half years. And it's, it's just like, I'm, I'm in the middle of the food chain, but there's the president, there's the head of the person that they got a lot of money and wiggle room to slow up the process. Mm -hmm. People yeah. slow up the process where they can just say, I can say, well, bump it. I don't, I'm just going to stop. I'm, I'm not going to fight this no more. Right. I'm like, that's what they want. I'm like, no, no, I need my money. Right. I need what was fair. Because at the same, during the transition, a lot of people from the back, back in meaning record labels, celebrity guests that I had, it was, it was, a, bad, it was a bad taste in their mouth because when they seen the people from the behind the scenes not, not fulfilling the obligation, the only person they're going to look at is Marty. Mm -hmm. Marty's people is not coming in. Mm -hmm. Marty's people. So what's the first thing you think of? Marty. Yep. The people, people's like, I don't want to work for Marty. His people don't show up. So yeah, that was that. You li you live and you learn. They, I didn't, I didn't get all that I was supposed to get. I didn't give it all that I was supposed to get. I'm like, well, you you, you definitely live and you learn. Right. <laughs> you right. definitely live and you learn. After this deal, though, did you start your own platform as we know as the Marty Johnson Show? Absolutely, yes. Um, in 2018 is when I actually started the Marty A. Johnson Show because after after that, I I didn't. I was just I was just so. I really didn't want to be entertainment no more. I really did. I did and I did mm -hmm. because it's. And I was like, well, I got the talent. I still, I still have to contact people. So I just, I, I put together the Marty A. Johnson show. Premise of the same premise of the music lounge, but just reinventing myself. That's all. But Marty A. Johnson show is a little bit more different. Um, it's, I'm still being myself. I was still that edgy person, very straightforward, asking them real, having, just having good conversation. Yeah. Asking them, asking them real questions that people always want to know. Yeah. And so <laughs> those, those tough questions that some of us are actually too afraid to ask. Yeah. You, you, have, you, have, you have to be ready. So with that show, I, with this show currently, I really, I really did not know if people would be receptive of me coming back, back out. Mm -hmm. with a new project. And I reached out to some of my past celebrity guests from the Music Lounge. Um, some of my favorite people I reached out to was Shanice, the singer. Yep. She was like, absolutely, I'll do, I'll do the show. She's like, I remember you. Um, I know in over 15 years. She's like, absolutely. Um, and I just reached out to some of the, my old guests. I'm like, oh, I called, remember the R&B group Silk? Yes, sir. I actually, I called them first. I mm -hmm. called them first. It was like, of course you remember Little Marty. Mm -hmm. 
um, you want to come to the show? I'm like, uh, yeah, I want to come to the show. Oh my word! Yes, I want to come to the show. So we we were actually in studio, but people we had guests come to come in studio, and I was just really again just testing the waters. And I'm like, wow, I think I, I think I got something here. <laughs> I think people people love the show, but people don't want to be a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Why? People, why? Why do you think that? Because uh, a lot of people. They want to come on platforms and control the narrative. I said, no, if you're a good interviewer, be one, I always tell guests, do your homework. Mm-hmm. Do your homework. You want to come on Marty A. Johnson's show, find out about the show versus being so happy you're on a platform. Right. And, and you get mad when I come in and say, um, why are you coming in? Why are you coming on camera, baby girl? Your hair not even done. You, you know, you need something on here. And I'm like, bro, you know you're coming on a major platform? Tighten up. I love it. I love it. Some of the things that <laughs> we don't even think about at times, which you should think about when you're talking with someone about you. If if I'm going to ask Little Wayne, who's a guest, uh, who's a friend of the show, um, Keisha Cole, who's a friend of the show, E-40, who's a friend of the show, Marsha Ambrosia, Ambrosia and Lloyd, who's a friend of the show, all the same questions. I always say this. I'm asked Pookie and Keisha the same questions. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, you can be the greatest artist in the world, music artist, or you can be a great celebrity actor, but I'm looking for a star. Right. I'm looking for a star. You can be the best singer, but a terrible interviewer. Oh, this is a, true. A good interviewer, terrible music. Mm-hmm. Nothing that says wild factor. I'm sure you interview a lot of people, actors. You mm-hmm. you love their work, and they come on here on the Michael Finkley show. You're like, oof, boring me. You bored. <laughs> you know it happened. <laughs> it does, but we be polite about it. <laughs> you know, it's a southern part in us. You know, <laughs> I'm from the south. I'm like, I'm like, you good? You should took your power now. Oh. I tell them right then and there. I <laughs> you have to. That that is so true. That is so true. Oh my word! But Marty, when we come back, we're going to talk more about your platform. But I want to talk more about your team as well because behind every great post, there's a great team. Think, fam. Don't you go away. Back in a moment. Next, Marty talks about his amazing team. Don't you go away. My name is James DeBose, General Manager, Head of Program of Fox Soul, and you are watching The Michael Finkley Show. The greatest man walking in his purpose right now. So make sure you tune in if you want to be blessed. Colors. What the? Mm. Mm. Oh God! Mm. Mm. This one. Yeah, right, Marine. So I guess we don't stand for colors, huh? I'm sorry, sorry. I, I was starving. What was you eating on anyway? Let me put you on. This that Lucy's hoopy pie. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, but uh, before you go, Marine, what what can I get me one of those? Oh, at all the Super Target locations, Sergeant. Okay. And where can you get your chart sheet at in the morning? On your desk. As long as we track it.
But hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. We're still chatting with Marty A. Johnson of the Marty A. Johnson Show. And we're, I'm just having a good time with him. As I told him prior to, you are like a mentor in my mind. When I first started my own really? platform, literally, when, you first, when I first started my own platform, uh, you were one of the shows that came across my feed. And, you know, we're from the, the same region of the country. Right. Just knowing that you were an HBCU grad, as I am, uh, had that experience and started as I did in college, too. You know, and it's just seen another person of color, a black male doing his thing in this industry. So thank you for being an influence when you didn't know that you were an influence. Thank thank you. I appreciate it. You are very welcome. You are very welcome. So as I said before the commercial break, it takes a team to make things happen. Behind every great man is a great team. How did you create your team for your platform, Marty Johnson Show? That's actually a good question. It's really, really good question. Um, you have to have gen, you have to have I look for loyalty. Mm-hmm. Leave your problem up outside. Because mm-hmm. we can cry on each other's shoulders all day long about their rent, their mortgage, their car payment, their baby mama, baby daddies, whatever's going on. When we when we are with Grammy Award winners, they don't care about all that. Right. And how how I, I looked for that was really again, I'm I build my relationships. Mm-hmm. I build my relationship. I say, um, we don't have to be best friends, we don't have to be BFFs. Um, I'll start up each person on my team plays a different role. Right. Um Official Raleigh boy, he started off with me as the co-host. Um, it was just him and I in the beginning. Him and I started this train, Marty A. Johnson show together. I I love I love that I love that dude to death. He came he came and took a chance with me. Mm-hmm. He 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 actually took he took a chance with me, which I definitely appreciate appreciate. Him and I um knew each other. It's a it's a difference when you know someone and working with someone. Exactly. Exactly. And we had our difficult conversations. And I said this before, and it's no secret. There's a lot of times he wasn't showing up to shows. And then he would get mad, or I can say mad. Uh, I still kept the train moving. Right. It's still Marty A. Johnson's show. Mm-hmm. And then he started train. He's still with the show, but not in the co-host position, capacity with me. I realized um, for the consistency, I need people that's going to going to ride all day every day right um i think we're we're back we're on a better we're on a better situation because last season i was going to give him the peace out sign say look this ain't good for the brain this um last my last project i lost almost a half a million dollars and that's how much i would have got by myself and i never told no one a lot of people that know the I could have got a hundred, nearly half a million dollars. That's just me by myself. Right. After all the fees and taxes and lawyers, agents, everyone got all their money. I know it had been at least six figures. Mm-hmm. High, high. Very, very. Basically, I could have been on next level type thing. And I I'm, I'm, I'm wasn't not going to let that happen again. But um, he's one person. Um, one of his specialty is he has, he's a ladies man. And he has really good energy that him and I, 
when him and I started, our chemistry was magical. Like I can just go like this, just give him a look like this. He already knows who, what, when, why, and where. We just had a magic, magical about us. And this is the time when we were doing in-studio shows pre-pandemic. Like he basically, he actually brought the, he challenged me as a host to bring out the more best in me. Like he introduced it, introduced um, BTS, which was behind the scenes. I never did behind the scene video. If you, Cause you follow, we follow each other on Instagram. We do a lot of behind the scenes footage in cars and stuff. Yep. Troy, AKA Fisher Rod Boy, he came up with that. I didn't. So okay. I appreciate that. But so but now I, I know more of the behind the scenes, the editing. So he's one good asset on that. At this point, we, we are still, we're still working together. We, I just told him, I want to get back where we, where we was season one. Where's that, where's that dude at from season one? Right. Where's he at? I don't know where he's at. Uh, but we do have some other addition, but I love him. He's still, he's still with the show. I have, um, I, have, I have my assistant. Her name is Charlene. She works behind the scenes. Um, I always say this. She's not leaving the show. I can just tell she's going to be with me till the lights turn off. And then she's going to say, you sure you want to turn turn off the lights? Because I think we got some more emails not answering. <laughs> so, so you sometimes, but sometimes me and her, um, sometimes with me and her, she she's the only female on the crew. Mm-hmm. So she I, she she goes. I always tell depend on which um, what day the week are we getting? Are we getting the auntie on Monday? Okay, auntie. Stop acting like an auntie. <laughs> and then on Tuesday night, she won't be one of the girls popping it, thinking it's popping. <laughs> Come on, Charlene. I love yeah, then, it. Then Tuesday, she won't be, she won't be one of the girls. Then Wednesday, she won't be the mama bear. Come on, y'all. We're late. Come on, y'all. Late, late, late. <laughs> I said, I said, um, and then Thursday, she's misforgetful, giving wrong directions and all this. I said, Okay, we're looking for Charlene today. We don't, we don't want Grandma. <laughs> but no, we, we we love her. She, I said, she's the only female um, part part that she she pretty much keeps me together. As far as keeping me on time, helps me out and all that. She's more like my family. Like seriously, mom, oh. um, like my children love her and everything. So it's 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 like it's a really really good good thing. So every everyone has different relationships. So that's Charlene. And I always tell her, I can get the auntie, the grandma, I can get sis all at once. So, like I said, she's with me. She's, I already know, she's with me to the end. And Marty Johnson is not stopping. No time soon. There's not. So that's, that's, that's her. There's, now there's Antoine, a.k.a. Lavelle. Lavelle is interesting. Let me tell you about Lavelle. Lavelle actually, Lavelle actually followed my journey from the music lounge. Okay. He followed my journey from the, from the music lounge. He, he's like, I know who you are. I'm like, he's like, um, you're a legend. I said, I said, I feel honored and I feel old at the same time. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, I feel I feel honored and old at the same time. But um, I can say what Lavelle, he brings more of that good feedback when it comes to like hip hop mm-hmm. and more of the behind the scenes with the technical side of things. I think Lavelle, Lavelle 
cares for me and the show and for all for the good. Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say that we have, we have our we have our moments where I can tell he gets flustered. I said we all do. I'm like, hold on, it's okay, it's it's okay. So I think some I think for him he means well. I think sometimes it can be a a misunderstanding, right? Because Lavelle came. The kind of the crazy thing about Lavelle was Lavelle came on. We're we're going on season five. Lavelle just came on as a guest. I'm gonna say around season end of season three, going on season four, and mm-hmm. and never left. <laughs> <laughs> Literally never left. Lavelle. Lavelle was like, I always called him like um, my perfect attendance student. <laughs> like, he absor- absorbed everything. Um, like, he never missed a show. Like, when we do virtual shows, he, he's never missed not one. So, like I said, for him, I feel like I know when I get to the finish line, I want him there. Right. Long, long as he keeps that same energy. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult talks. It's gonna be difficult conversation. Um, hell, Lavelle stayed out with my house before plenty of times. He was just here this past weekend, so that's him. I think he he brings more of he ain't that young young, but he he gives um he gives more of the millennial type, you know, that type of energy to to the brand mm-hmm. when it comes to like MCs and all that. And we we we, teach, we learn from each other, yeah. so I I, I appreciate him. I, I truly do. Gotcha. And um, that's him. And there is um, JD, aka Jeremy. I know I know Jeremy JD for pretty much all my life. Like mm-hmm. him and I grew up together back in Connecticut. Um, JD lives now in Atlanta, Georgia. And going back to what I said before, it's a difference between you knowing someone and working with someone. Right. Big difference. Um, him, he'll catch a case when, if it comes to the Marty A. Johnson show. He's that type of person. He, he's one of the people that he, will, he has my back a million percent. I love it. So that I, he's one of the type, I think he would catch a case when it comes to me in this, this show or just my, my well-being. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. I, I say this all the time. I had the, like I said, I've known him all my life. But however, when it came far as the show-wise, I have so much love for him because we live in two different states. I have a house in North Carolina. He lives in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Every time we do an away show, he's always there. When I fly up to New York, he's leaving Atlanta, Georgia. He's meeting us there. I love it. He's already there waiting for me. Mm-hmm. When I'm in Vegas, we, Charlene and I, we went to we went to Vegas. We did a show in Vegas. His girl is nine months pregnant, about to give give birth to the baby. He's still with us in Vegas. Oh, I said, I said, what are you doing here? <laughs> I go home. <laughs> I said, what are you doing here? <laughs> I said, what are you doing here? So, I know for him. He has he has much love for me and this show, and he just want to see. Not, I'm not gonna say me. He wants the show to win. Exactly. The show just happens to be my name. Exactly. And like I said, he he knows the potential that what this brand can bring, and he will. 
he 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 tries to be like my eyes and ears for me. Here, here has that basically he wants me to focus on the show. Yeah. He, he'll take it all that he'll take it all that difficult conversation. Well, let's dive into that a little bit more, shall we? So when oh, you're when you are shopping around for these different deals with your incredible team, that kind of thing, um, how does that how does that process work for you? How, what are what are you asking? What type of questions are you asking? What are what are some of the things that you need in your contract that that will say yes, I am looking, and yes, you are that go to place for us? Oh, good question. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give my one offer. I had a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really no magic number, so to speak. I know what, what, what will work. Here, here's, here's an example. I want what's fair. Mm-hmm. I want what's fair. Um, I, want, I, want, I truly want what's fair for everybody. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you. Matter of fact, I'm really going to tell you. Okay, let me break down entertainment business. I'm, I'm going to actually tell you. Um, I got in, um, I had a meeting with a network. Yeah. And for this is for the Marty A. Johnson show. Um, I got an offer, of, I'll just say $100,000. Mm-hmm. That that's that's a base. Okay. I'm gonna say we're gonna go to school today. I got I got offer hundred thousand dollars. Ooh, and any other person from my hood, ooh, that's a lot of money. I said okay. Let me break. I said let me break. Let me break entertainment down to you. Okay. I got Marty got offered hundred thousand dollars. Then you know the first man. I got to get my uncle, my uncle Sam. He takes that right off the bat. Hmm. Uncle Sam right there is getting um, $30,000 right off the back. Go ahead and take it, Uncle Sam. So you follow me now, right? So we're down I'm to 70. Listening. I'm listening. So now we're going to school today. Now, now I have my liaison, the person who I got, I got my scout who brought me into the deal. I got to get that person minimum of 30%. My fee is 35%. So basically a finder's fee. Basically, I'm bringing I'm use lamest term. I'm not calling you lame, but lamest term. I'm gonna simplify it. They had to get their finder's fee 35%. Okay, 35% of that. Okay, now, now I'm down to $50,000. I'm like, okay, what type of deal you offer me with this $50,000? Now I'm, I'm now I'm just like, what kind of deal? So when they realize I know my business, is this just a, a production deal? Are you gonna give me any interns? Is this just for me to do my team? Um, how many shows do you want from this? What's the ratio? Basically, what's the goal? Like, what's the goal? How many shows do you want? What's the ratio of money that they want to make? Just because they give me $100,000, they never needs to make $500,000 off that. Because right. basically, I got to recoup the money back to them for me to go back and renegotiate. Mm-hmm. So now, back in my mind, I was like, uh... I look very youthful, which I'm very blessed to have this. However, I have two college degrees. And some people that don't know, I already done a show like this called The Music Lounge that was very successful. And I already know my, now, as I told you in the beginning, now I know my business. Right. I was like, uh, I got three times, three times that amount in 2008 with The Music Lounge. I got over $300,000 by myself. Now, how are you going to come to me in 2020, 2021, 
and offer me $50,000. Now you're insulting me now. So which, which means is um, you're upside down now. Yeah. Now, now I'm upside down. Now I got to recoup this money back to try to get out the hole. Amazing you say that because many of us that are starting out, many of us, you know, we're, we're still learning, right? We're still learning this business. You don't hear this from the experts or the um, people that are in it. They have been in it for a while. You don't hear this part. It's a lot of trial and error. But to give these nuggets for someone who's been doing it for so long is it's motivational and it's inspirational because now we get an insight of what the business is about and we can uh, we can um, create that own uh, our own way as we continue to build an own special brand. We have to. I think I think you're doing wonderful work. Oh, thank you. I, thank I really do. I feel like I'm that, I'm that same person. When I started my last project. Yeah. The, the music business or the entertainment business is, is really, really business. I must ask as well, you're, you're talking about your new season. It's coming out very, very soon. We're excited about that. And you're taking it to the next level. How do you stay in competition with yourself in order for you to get to that next level of what you define as success? I always watch the show back. Mm -hmm. Every show that I do, every, um, every conversation that I do, I always watch it back what I'm saying, how I'm answering the questions, how their energy is. Mm -hmm. I always watch every show back from beginning to end a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Like literally, then I call, I always call LaVille and Charlene because they're on, I do, those are my staples right there. Because okay. I know they're going to show up on Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Anyone else, if they come, they come. But I know with them too, I, I will call them or heck, they're calling me. Here's a prime example. I'm a, as a matter of fact, I don't, I don't really compete with nobody. Mm -hmm. I really compete with myself. If I can, I used to compete. I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a star too. I'm not a superstar. Marty Anthony Johnson is a star. Too bad. I got, I got receipts that can, that can um, fill up a coliseum. Yes. Too bad. And I, I, I just played my position. I played my position. I'm not, I'm not going in outshine nobody. Um, I just go there and be myself. But I always say when when Marty come do shows, I don't come do shows. I come and show out. Because you don't know I was there. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to overshadow no one. You're gonna know I was there. That's what I'm there for. Make your presence known. And keep it moving. Doing our best. We're not trying. We're doing our best yeah. to get to that next level. Well, we, how we define, right? How we define success. Because no one can do it for me unless I allow, which is not going to happen. How I define my success for my platform and yours as well. What does that next level look like, right? Because we always say we dream a dream, right? But what is that next dream that Marty is dreaming? This is crazy. Okay. I always said this. I feel like I would make it where if you see me on Good Morning America, mm -hmm. see me in the middle on The View talking to all the ladies as a guest co-host. Seriously. 
Like them, well, I, because I, I have I, that same dream. Like I'm actually one of the co-hosts. But go ahead. <laughs> I just said, um, it's like um, I always say back in the early 2000s. Um, tell my age, but um, I, I remember back in the day when an artist drops an album. Just back when people actually bought music and stuff. Um, you remember back in the day when people the artists are dropping an album and they all on TV that whole week promoting the album. Huh. They making they they making it around. They're on yeah, they on a Today Show. They on this platform after that. I want that to be me. Just promoting the Marty A. Johnson show. I don't want to be on their brand. No. I, I don't see this platform going nowhere. No time soon. I'm not. Rain, sleet, and snow. Sick. I still do shows. I don't cancel. I love it, sir. Congratulations on a brand new season. Where can the Fink fam... Find the Marty Johnson so and show, and how can we follow you on social media? Easy. The place, my place of business is Mar MartyAJohnson.com. From there, you can get driven to all my social media platforms. Um, Facebook is Marty A. Johnson, Instagram, Marty A. Johnson, everything, TikTok, Marty A. Johnson, everything's my name, Marty A. Johnson, YouTube, Marty A. Johnson, subscribe, like, everything's my name, Marty A. Johnson. And then from there, just go to my website, Marty John. It, it, it would navigate you right, right to the show. Tuesday, our staple, our staple night is every Tuesday night, 7:30 Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we do um, encore presentations where we do a show on a different day of the week. If, if the celebrity can't make it on Tuesday, we'll do an alternative day. We'll still do the show on Tuesday, but we might do another show. Just to, just for that celebrity guest. Gotcha. And a couple of that we are doing, because our show's live. Mm -hmm. Oh no, no, I don't pre-tape. We, we want we want we want that real feedback. That that's what it is. No take twos, no do-overs, whatever happens, happens. And I can tell you this: if you have any singers, rappers, or anyone that want to have an opportunity to open up for some legends, the Marty A. Johnson show is actually have is doing a contest contest where they have an opportunity to open up for some legends in April. Um, they can open up for Mr. Cheeks or Changing Faces who are friends to the show, Miss Lang, or Public Announcement. Oh my gosh. So, and, and it's a paid gig. Moolah? Yeah. <laughs> look, Look, mine is my finder's fee, 35%. <laughs> okay. But, no, no, but, 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 but the, the panel is bringing people on. Lavelle's bringing someone on. Charlene's bringing someone on. And the Fisher Rod Boy, they're, they're presenting someone too. And we give them the, re, the real fee. I said it now. If we critique our own to the nail that's on the show, we're going to make hard on everyone else. Right. Um, Charlene, she, I think she's a singer. I don't know what she's doing. I think she's a singer or something. Charlene's, no, but Charlene's a singer. No, we didn't. We cut her record on the show. Oh, wow. So that, <laughs> that says something. It does. Um, LaBelle, who's part of the show, he brings his brother on. Cut! <laughs> He's singing, Whitney, I Will Always Love You. Cut! <laughs> Quick! Official Rob Boy, 
He claims he has someone on, but his people never show up. I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> so, no, but no, but he, he, he you know, he'll he bring someone on. And first thing we, we all say to him is, did you listen to this? This is awful. He's like, this is top tier. I'm like, this is not. And then we would we were all say, the three of us would say, um, would you present this to Mr. Cheeks? No. I'm like, would you present this to Shane? We're all like, no. I'm like, I was like, no, we want top tier because it's a representation of us too. Exactly. We exactly. So that that's one thing. So if there are artists tap in with us and just send their music to Marty A. Johnson for at gmail.com. And please just tap in every Tuesday night at 7 30 to Marty A. Johnson show. New season. Basically, it's available now by the time this airs. So the new season's available right now. So every Tuesday night. It's a new look, it's a new vibe, but it's still that same energy. That is never going to change. I love Everything's it. new except for that attitude. You, you, you still can get that realness. Because we don't have interviews, just good conversation. Right. Right. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. That's how we learn and grow and improve one another. Y'all, he is Marty A. Johnson. Thank you for being with us. Tell us your story in your own words. Explaining your platform, explaining your experiences, because it makes you who you are today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate you. You are very welcome. Think fam, don't you go away. Back in a moment. <laughs> What's up? It's actress and singer Christine Horn, and you are watching The Michael Finkley Show. Boom. Keeping your skin flawless and clean is important, and I have the products just for you. Welcome to Mimi's Natural Pantry, where she specializes in homemade handcrafts, including rye and goat milk soaps, body butters, and sugar scrubs. All items are handmade products. All items have simple ingredients and are vegan friendly. In a world where you can barely pronounce many of the ingredients in your everyday products, Mimi's Back to Nature offers an alternative choice for those who are ready to get back into nature. Ready to order? Visit their website at mimisnaturalpantry.com. All orders over $50 have free shipping up to 25 pounds. you gotta remember is never stop chasing your dreams no matter what never you know give up your dreams for money or for for anything your dream is how you vision yourself your dream is your vision of the height of your life that you wanted to go to once you get that up it's hard to to keep you know what i'm saying keep going because now you're settling and we never settle we never settle. You have to keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Keep achieving your goals. This is what's going to motivate you in life. This is what's going to keep you going. Think about it like this. We all have a place in our mind where we imagine things. We have these thoughts. Never let that go. Never let that go. No amount of money can ever replace achieving your dreams. And it's doable. Sometimes chasing a dream can seem hard in the beginning. You're sacrificing a lot. But I'll tell you this. Once you achieve your dream, there's no better feeling in the world. Two, it may seem hard 
in the beginning, but the way life is designed, it's meant for you to, to achieve it. You can't fail if you keep pushing and achieving it. Take those sacrifices. Take take the lessons. Take them take the um the lessons and try to achieve it and then use it to your advantage. Cause one day you're gonna achieve that dream and you will be a role model to somebody else who also chasing the dream, who feel like, man, this this thing don't seem like it's possible to happen. I've been trying for for so long. But after so long, if you keep putting the work in, it's going to happen eventually. It got to happen. That's the way life is designed. Once you, If you keep putting your energy towards something, then you're going to get better at it. And then before you know it, you're breaking the door down. So never stop dreaming. Never stop chasing those dreams. Even if you do have other things going on in life, always give your dreams some time. On the next Michael Finkley. King J the Blunt Man is here as he talks about his love for music and his single COVID. Next Finkley. Wednesday. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. I hope that you learned something from my guest today. Thank you so much, Marty, for being with us and just telling us your story and your words. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. If you're not already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Michael Finkley Show. Ring the bell for notification. We'll see you an email saying, hey, new content is uploaded. Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for more information about what we do here on the show, visit our website, michaelfinkleyshow.com. Of course, U42. Visit us at U42.com. All of our content is there and some exclusive things on the way as well, I promise you. Thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you next time. Have a good one.